Welcome to the Career Happiness Podcast. My name is Soma Ghosh. I am the founder of a business called the Career Happiness Mentor. And within this podcast, we explore themes around career happiness, confidence, well-being, and so much more. Not only do I do one-to-one personalized episodes to really, really support you as a listener, but you will have the chance to listen to really, really amazing guests from all corners of not just world, but different industries. It's really, really important that you are not only happy in your career, but you make time to progress in a way that feels right for you. So if you want to have more energy in your career, change your career, find out more about how to potentially start a business or even help your teenager with careers advice, this is the podcast for you. Thanks so much. Hello everyone and in today's episode I'm going to be looking at the topic of is having a degree really worth it? This episode is specifically for teenagers and parents of teenagers who want to find out a little bit more about whether or not applying for a degree and having a degree is really worth it. Um, If you're new to this podcast then I would suggest that you also go back and listen to the episodes that I did about does having a degree make you feel or, you know, make you more successful. Also, um, the difference between a degree and a degree apprenticeship and also what degree apprenticeships are. I've done already quite a few episodes around the topic of degrees, but this topic is very, very different. This episode will be very, very different because we're going to be looking overall of whether or not you know, having a degree or doing a degree is really worth it. And the main idea for this episode came because I've been asked this question numerous times by young people who are really, really kind of not, I wouldn't just say procrastinating, but really, really kind of thinking about whether it's worth them doing a degree. Because if they have older brothers and sisters and they see that they're siblings are becoming unemployed um, by the time they graduate or they're seeing that there are other work opportunities for them they begin to read things and they begin to look at things and they begin to think you know like yeah I could have a degree but like if it's going to be so hard for me to get a job is it worth it and this episode has kind of come around based on that but also I really wanted to do this episode as well because Often I hear this whole debate, even when I'm working with professional women, that, you know, professional women come to me and say, so much, I don't have a degree. And then they feel like their own personal worth isn't as important as someone who does. And there's a whole debate around that one. And at some point I may do an episode about that as well. But for the purposes of this episode today, I want to stick to helping parents of teens and teenagers really get around this topic because degrees are becoming more and more expensive which has a knock-on effect on how parents have to budget and plan for things or carers or anyone who's looking after a young person um you've also got to understand that with everything there are pros and cons and you know like i've already mentioned about whether or not having a degree makes you success or not 
you know, it's the difference between deciding to do one versus not deciding to do one. So what we're going to do in this episode, we're going to look at degree costs. Here in the UK, we're going to look at degree costs in the States um, and in a few other countries and what that has in terms of the impact of labour market stats in terms of, you know, employment. We'll look a little bit into that. And if that affects the unemployability of somebody who has a degree or the unemployability of someone or the employability, should I say, of someone who doesn't have a degree. So we'll look at that a little bit. We'll also be looking at is it really worth having one, the pros and cons of having a degree and if it's worth it. And we're also going to be looking at, you know, if it makes an overall difference to your career and success just because you have one. So we're going to be diving into quite a lot today. What I want to really, really address before we get onto the first topic, which is all about degree costs in the UK and other parts of the world, is I want to quickly mention a stat around unemployment and having a degree here in the UK. Make sure I keep this fair. I've actually made sure I've looked at three different sources so that I'm not just stating facts and figures from one source. And I will put all these articles in the show notes for you to go off and have a look at. Um, The first one that I want to mention, and there are some positives actually to this, um, is um, a link from basically gov.uk from 2022, which highlights some of the really, really good things about graduate employments. Um, The graduate employment rate um, was 87.3%. So actually, it increased in 2022 to 87.3%, an increase of 0.7% since 2021. So that's good because it means that, in a way, after COVID, things actually improved. Um, Also, they've got some stats here around graduate high-skilled employment rate was 66.3%, so there was an increase of 1.1%. And the medium nominal salary was 38500 So there's some positives here. One of the other really, really interesting points here to mention is the medium real-time salary premium for grads over non-grads was 8,000. So there was an increase of of, of 500 from 2021. So that's a positive. So there are some positives here as well to look at. It's not all negative. And that's why I wanted to kind of go through some of these stats really, really quickly with you. Um, the other thing to mention here as well is according to the Houses of Commons Library, um, this document actually showed that there was a small increase in youth unemployment, um, in the latest quarter with a slight fall in employment. So this was from March to May, 2023. So unfortunately, unemployment for youths did increase a little bit. So the number of people who were economically inactive remained at the same level. There wasn't really that much of a difference. And then if we also look at the office of um, this um, particular article here, the OECD, what that happened to show is it happened to show that unemployment rates remained in general. And this is more globally, this one, which is why I wanted to quickly mention it. It said here the OCD, uh, OECD unemployment rate rate at 4.8% in March, making it its third month at its record low since 2021. The monthly unemployment rate was unchanged. And it says here this includes 
Um, and it says here the rate was at or close to its record low in eight countries, including Canada, France, Germany and the United States. And the number of unemployed pe people have declined slightly to 3.31 million, remaining close to its lowest point from July 2022. So it's very interesting. If you were to look at all these different articles, there are some positives here in the UK. There are also globally some impacts. And I want you to have a look at those and read them a little bit more to get some more insights. But I wanted to mention all of these before I started this episode, because I think a lot of the time we can tend to just focus on the fact that, oh, here we go. <laughs> this is a negative. A degree isn't worth it. And it depends on the situation. It depends on stats and it depends on lots of things because we've been through a lot since COVID. We've been through, we're going through a lot with the global recession. There's a lot going on. So make sure that you're reading and you're keeping informed and you're having a look at different sources. And that's why I wanted to cite all three of those websites. So if we look at Going back to this question, is having a degree really worth it? Firstly, I want you to take some time on a pen and paper and write down, if you're listening to this with your teenager, if you're a parent already, to write down basically how much you think a degree costs here in the UK. Write it down. How much are home fees, you know, if you live here in the UK? Write down how much you think a degree is per annum, per year the cost to you as a parent you as a carer because I think this is an important question to ask yourself I'm not going to ask you for how much it costs in the states or other countries just yet just in the UK and I'm going to come back to how much it costs in a few minutes before I come back to the UK I want to talk about how much it costs in other countries like America Australia and India just to highlight some of the differences in terms of the costs very quickly, I'm going to do this. In mind, by me going through these figures of how much a degree costs in America, which is what I'm going to cover right now, I'm just going through some rough stats. I'm not going through everything in huge or, um, or enormous amounts of details. So please also go off and do your own research on this. Um, but what was really, really interesting from this article that I found from educationdata.org is it gives kind of quite a good kind of guesstimation, estimation, whatever you want to call it. Um, there are some really, really interesting stats here. So the average in-state student university attending a four-year program will probably spend $26,027 for one academic year. Think about that. That that is a lot. The average cost for in-state tuition alone is nine thousand six hundred seventy-eight thousand pounds. So you know, in-state and out-state, I think is basically like whether it's within your state that you're living in in America or outside your state. So similar to here, you know, if you decide to go to a university in London or outside of London. So, for example, if you live in London and you want to go to a university in Manchester, just to clarify that in case any young people are listening and thinking, well, what does that mean? I just wanted to explain that a little bit more. But there's a really, really good little diagram on here. I'm not going to go through every single thing on here. I said I would do this quickly. That explains the annual cost of college for public versus the annual cost of college versus private. Because in America, the education system is very, very different. And it really, truly breaks down what a four-year in-state, you know, cost 
of tuition would be and cost of attendance. And then it doesn't really go through all the additional kind of onboard things. But if you read the whole article, there's kind of quite a big breakdown of everything. And it's very, 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 very detailed. <laughs> so you can go and read that in the show notes. The next country that I want to look at really, really quickly, actually, is Australia. Bear in mind, this article that I'm going to be referring to is looking at the international fees that it would cost, just to let you know. Um, and I think it's important to bear in mind that most people, when they're paying internationally, will probably be paying a slight premium to those paying nationally. Um, and I think that's important to bear in mind. And when I go back to the UK, I will talk a little bit more about what I mean by that. So according to this article, it actually does say it's from the timeshighereducation.com website. Australia is one of the most popular destinations. And I know that people from India, Singapore, other places go and study in Australia. It's very, very popular. And international students, it says here, can expect to pay between twenty to $45,000 Australian dollars. And it depends on the type of degree that you do, whether you do an undergrad, whether you do a master's, etc. There's some really, really good examples here. What I liked about this article is it goes through all the costs, just like the American article that um, I mentioned as well, where it breaks down all the costs in the US, it goes through the accommodation costs, it goes through the tuition costs, it goes through the other essential costs. I'm not going to go through every single thing, but this gives you a rough idea. And, you know, it is expensive studying abroad. But I want you to bear in mind that in general, things are expensive because we are going through inflation. We are going through a global recession. But by me going and breaking down how much things cost, you'll get to see an idea of a general pattern. And the last country that I'm going to look at, and I would love to go through more, but I don't you know, want to overwhelm you with too many stats. And I want to keep it on board with the topic of is it worth, you know, going to university is India because I think this is an interesting one because there's such a breadth and there's such a depth of different ways that you can study in India. The other reason why I also wanted to mention India here guys because it might sound a little bit um, unique that I'm mentioning India here is India were one of the first countries to kind of start this thing about tuition and making sure that you were actually getting tutored and that's become like an international scale thing it's it's a business in India and it's become a business globally where people pay people to do tuition for them and that started that kind of level of tuition and being able to have tuition started in India um, so what I'm going to do is I found a couple of different articles there's an very interesting article I've come across about the differences between studying in India US and UK and I'll put that in the show notes and I'll briefly mention it in a minute but um, studying in India the website that I found that's quite um, interesting is actually from prospects.ac.uk bear in mind this was published in 2021 but it gives you a little bit of an idea of the type of things that you can study in India it says here and these prices are actually in pounds because this is from prospects UK as a low cost of living is appealing to foreign students, you can comfortably survive on an annual budget of £3,500. So that would be kind of your annual budget for your accommodation and things like that. In terms of the fees, um, it's between 
and £6,000 per year for international students. I will put another article for you guys to go and have a look at. But the article that I was referring to struck up debate on LinkedIn and it was this was written in August 2022. And basically, I think it struck up a bit of a debate because they were talking about, you know, are there unique differences and also, you know, the cost of studying in terms of what's more expensive. And it goes through basically that, you know, in America, it can go up to $50,000. In the UK, it can go up to $22,000, which is about 21 lakh in India. And then in India, it can go up to 16,000, um, you know, rupees. So, but the price can climb up, it says here, to 70, 72,000 rupees each year for individuals who decide to go on and do medical degrees. The system in India is very complex and I'm not going to get into it here, but I do know um, a, a little bit about it. But this might be a really, really interesting article for you to go off and have a read of. I will also um, put a, another article that I found from Education Abroad um, so that you can go and have a look at how much Indian kind of schools costs um, in terms of degrees. It says here in dollars, 3000 3,300 to 78, sorry, 7,800 per academic year. So you get an idea of how expensive the pattern that I was talking about having a degree is, you know, it, it is an industry that is thriving in terms of the money that people are making. And if you have time to watch the documentary on Netflix that went into how people were getting their sons and daughters into universities in the US in unethical ways, then go and have a look at it. I'll put the details in the show notes just for research purposes. Do not take up any of the advice in that documentary. It's more shining a light of how privileged people were paying for their sons and daughters to get into university but the thing that I want to address here by mentioning that is the fact that, you know, having a degree, especially in the private sector, is about being able to A, have money, B, have access to money, and C, you need to pay for your degree because you're paying for tuition costs, you're paying for your books, you're paying for, you know, accommodation, you're paying for additional things that you might need at university. So money is a huge, huge, huge aspect of going to university. And I think a lot of times people say to me, is it worth it? And how are the costs going to help me in the future? So this is a big debate and I'm not going to get into the debate in this episode. But what I'm going to say is by you knowing the kind of differences from UK to States to Australia to India, you see a pattern of it not being cheap. And so in some cases, some parents from different countries may, you know, take out loans. They may um, have um, special accounts and special kind of um, college funds for their children as soon as they're born. There's all sorts of things that parents do in order to make it work so that their child can go off and have a degree. I'm now going to answer that question, is it really worth doing one for you in this episode? And what I want to do is, as a careers advisor, I want to inform you rather than tell you the solid answer of yes or no and go through some of the pros and the cons of having a degree. Because I've spoken a lot about 
the success behind having a degree versus not. I've spoken about degree apprenticeships on this podcast. And for those of you who are new to this podcast, please go back and listen to those episodes. I will put everything in the show notes for you to go and have a look. But in terms of the pros and cons, what are the pros and what are the cons of you having a degree? And is it worth doing one? Obviously, let's go through the cons first because I've already mentioned one. And I want to do this first. I'm doing a little bit differently here. Because I want you to think about the realistic logistics of having a degree. The con, the, the biggest con is probably the cost of a degree. The cost of a degree, sometimes in certain scenarios, people are paying them off until their late 30s and early 40s if their degree happens to be very expensive. And when I'm talking about the cost of a degree, I'm not just necessarily talking about your undergrad a lot of people can do postgraduates, they can do masters, they can do doctorates, it can go on and on and on. And basically, to any young person who's listening, that means that after you do your three to four year undergrad degree, your initial degree, your first degree, when you're going on and often doing a master's, you're specialising in something. So for example, if you did a degree in chemistry, you may then do a master's in chemistry in a special field which allows you to be a specialist within that subject area, which then, if you wanted, you can do a PhD, which will then cost you a little bit more money. So then there is that pattern of you going from one degree to another degree to another degree, and the cost is going to add up. And so as the costs add up, depending on financially who is paying for your degree, whether it's your parents, whether it's loans, whether it's self-funding, however you're doing it, the main con is the cost of a degree. And when I talk to young people, the thing that puts them off in having a degree is the cost. They say to me that I don't think it's worth me doing a degree right now because it's going to cost my family too much and we're already in debt. Or I would rather do a degree apprenticeship because of dot, 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 and I get to earn my own money. So the main con is the cost, is what I'm going to say. The second con of is it really worth you doing a degree? Is it really worth it? I want you to think about the time here. And a lot of people say to me, oh, you know, like a three, four, five year degree, it's nothing. There are some degrees that I know, for example, Queen Mary here in the UK, they do like these four or five year degrees because they include placements, they include masters, they include additional things. So the con around that could be the timescale if it's a five-year course, right? Then if we look at something like medicine, that can go up to six years because within a medical degree, you have to then specialise sometimes and do like a extra additional BSc when you're specialising in a particular subject. So that could go up to six years and that's time that's gone from you. And that can be a con. And a lot of people say to me, but... I would rather start earning money and I would rather start learning my soft skills and building on my employability skills sooner. So for me, that's a con because I'm not doing that. I'm just in university and I'm just learning. So that could be a con to you because it's time. It's time that you may not get back, whether that's six years to three years to four years to five years. And I've given a couple of examples there because all of you young people who will be looking at degrees... If you then go even to the fact that some people who go off and do degrees don't necessarily get into the course or the uni they want, so they then have to do a foundation year 
So then they end up doing four years of their degree. And again, that is a time thing. So we've got the con of money and the con of time there, right? So those are two cons of if it is really, really worth you having a degree. Another con is the stats that I mentioned to you, they are, you know, an overall picture of what's going on in the world. And for some people, they are worried about unemployability rates. They are worried about how employable a degree is really, really, really going to make you. And some people are concerned that a degree isn't giving them the the employability that they need. So the next possible con is if you then do a degree and you're unemployed for a while, how is that actually going to help you? Because if you're not actually working, if you're not actually in the working world, doing a degree where you're learning a subject like music, geography, English, where you're not actually building on those employability skills that you need is not really going to impress an employer. And there is some truth to that. And that can be a con. So that's one thing that you need to think about as well. And now I'm going to talk about the pros of having a degree. And there are a lot of really, really great pros to having one. (laughs) And I want to mention that really, really quickly. The first thing that I'm going to say is having a degree allows you to enter into and apply for um, graduate schemes. And within graduate schemes, you will learn so much. There's a lot of debate around whether graduate schemes are replacing degree apprenticeships. And I'm not going to get into that in this episode. There are probably some foundational things which are very, very similar. But probably what would allow you to have a little bit of an extra sparkle if you have a degree is that you will have already learned a lot of theory and have a lot of practical knowledge about a specialist subject. And then you're going off and you're doing a graduate scheme. So for example, if you study finance, if you study banking, and then you get into a company like KPMG, Delite, etc., you're going to be expanding on that. The graduate schemes that tend to be very, very thriving and allow you to learn and allow you to grow and allow you to be really, really employable are linked to technology. So things like IT, things like finance. The STEM graduate schemes that are out there are really, really allowing people to thrive and to learn and to build on their skills from their degree. So there is a really, really big advantage there with graduate schemes. And without a degree, you can't do a graduate scheme. So that's the first pro that I'm going to mention that, you know, with a degree, you could apply for a graduate scheme. The other thing that I mentioned is when I mentioned the stats in terms of the salary baseline, if you have a degree, you have the potential to earn a certain amount of money. And usually that allows you to have a threshold of a certain amount, you know, from 20K plus, right? So it allows you to have a ceiling of an income bracket that allows you to become more employable to companies. So that's another pro that is really, really worth addressing here. And on top of that, if you then wanted to go and study a master's or you wanted to, you know, you had a postgraduate, having a master's and having a postgraduate makes you more employable and makes you more likely 
to be able to have bigger earning potentials. People who work at certain companies and then do an MBA or they do a specialist qualification, having the degree overall allows the overall arching fact of you not only being paid a little bit more money, but it allows the employer to be impressed by you. And so if you have a master's in a particular, you know, speciality, like things like cybersecurity and these kind of things are really, really like in demand and they're growing. And so if you have the special qualifications and, you know, you've got a master's or you've got something that specializes in something that's in demand, it allows you to not only be more employable, but it also really, really shows the true potential of why a degree is so important. So I've gone through some of the pros and cons. I could, I could go through more, but I don't want to make this episode longer than 30 minutes. My closing thoughts on is it really worth it is what I would say is I want you as parents or teenagers or parents of teens listening to this with their teenagers to think about what I asked you, that question that I asked you at the beginning because I was going to come back to it. I haven't forgotten the degree costs in the UK. I want you now to bear in mind that this cost that I'm going to share with you, which you probably already know anyway, the average cost of a degree for a home student here in the UK is up to £9,000 per annum. And I know that is a lot of money. And for a lot of people, that is going to put them off. But on average, depending on the type of degree you have, per like all of the amount that you pay for that degree, that can go up to 20k to 30k um, for the whole three to four years. So bear that in mind. And um, what I'm including there is I'm also including accommodation costs and everything else. If we then compare that to what a um, person who is doing a degree apprenticeship would be earning per year that is 12,000 to 18,000 pounds a year and I want you to think about that because a lot of the reasons in terms of the cons that I mentioned things like money things like time a lot of people are making the decision to not do a degree because of time and money and it is something that I'm seeing as a careers advisor that a lot of people unless they want to specialise in something like law, medicine, etc., they will go off and do a degree. And I want you to bear in mind that there isn't, there isn't this, you know, there's this debate about what's better than the other, and I don't want to get into that. I just want to say to you that it's an individual choice. That's how I'm going to end this episode. And I think that in the grand scale of whether it's worth it or not, it's an individual choice because you're going to have to make a lot of choices that are going to be difficult and you're going to have to make a lot of choices that may not suit somebody compared to someone else and what I mean by that I see this a lot in families some one family member will go off to degree do a degree um, and go to Oxford Cambridge you know or any other kind of Russell Group University and the other young person won't they'll go off and do an apprenticeship they'll get a job they'll have a different route and I'm saying this to the parents because you also, as parents, need to make sensible decisions about what you can not financially afford, forget about the finance for a minute, just for a minute, 
but also what you think your child as an individual will thrive in. Because if you know that a degree is not going to help them thrive, if you know a degree is not going to be worth it for them, then a degree is not going to be worth it for them. But if you know that the confidence for them to do a degree apprenticeship is going to be a better choice, get them to do that. But I wanted to reflect on those costs there because overall, in terms of whether it's worth doing it or not, is for you to make a decision based on some of the things I've spoken about. We are in recession, so yes, we're in uncertain uncertain times, but degrees aren't going anywhere. They're still going to exist. The number of degrees that now are out there for arts and certain subjects are decreasing. True. But (laughs) we're still going to have education because education is going to be paramount to our learning. And the education system that exists in this country that allows people to go into careers, even media careers, right, you know, allows people to keep on learning and keep on growing, even acting. So degrees aren't going anywhere, but the world of degree apprenticeships are allowing people to earn quicker. And also we've got to bear in mind that a lot of people who go into um, work like real estate or sales, you know, they don't necessarily have a degree and they go off and start working in those industries right after their GCSEs and A-levels. So there isn't a right or wrong here. I just want you to think individually about what you think is going to work best for you. And I just really, really hope this episode allows you not to just have that food for thought that we really, really encourage here on the podcast, but it allows you to think deeper about what is what is it worth for you as the individual parent or teenager listening to this. Thanks so much. And if you've got any questions about this episode, then please, please email me at shoma at shomagosh.com or at shoma at thecareerhappinessmentor.com. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for listening to the Career Happiness Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on social media or with somebody you know it will make a significant difference to. And remember, if you haven't already, please take some time to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much.